0: Hello there, welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. This week we've come to Carrick Fergus, to Taylors Avenue, the home of Carrick Rangers. We're here in the company of the Carrick boss, Niall Curry, alongside the Elite Performance Director at the RHFA, Jim McChilton. <music> Niall, Jim, good to see you. Biggo, here we go. What have we learnt from Linfield coming to Taylors Avenue on a Monday
1: night? Well, one thing we certainly learnt was that Bastian here he can't do it at Taylor's Avenue on a Monday night. He was poor, but the thing is, Linfield got the job done. It was a, in many ways a champions' performance because they were onto the cash. I thought for the first 40 minutes Carrick with the superior team they played the conditions much better and if they'd have taken their chances they might have won the game but Niall Quinn comes up with a good individual goal I'm sure Niall was disappointed defensively with it but um, Quinn is a quality player and he delivered big style for Linfield Lane just when they needed it and in the set pieces in the second half Kirk Miller's delivery was fantastic and when you've got players like Mark Stafford and Jimmy Gallagher, they're always going to hurt you if the delivery's good. So brilliant result for Linfield in the end because it was a tough old night for them. Um, Carrick can take encouragement but they're going to have to finish chances when they get them going forward. Are
0: you seeding
1: that? I, I see it the same way as
2: Stephen there. I, I think that um, we miss good opportunities at very important times and goals change games the old forte, but uh, yeah, I think we'll, few regrets. You know, coming in at halftime, one 0 down was a big blow. You know, after two or three really, really good chances, we should have took them. You know, some. Uh, and you can make it really difficult for teams like Ballamina came here and really struggled against you. Yeah, we deserve point. We deserved at least a point against Ballamina. Lauren the same, probably. You know, um, but we've we've been very encouraged. I'm, I'm really encouraged with this group of players. We're young, we're vibrant, and, and as I say, if we can keep. I think I just think we're in a, we're in a decent place. I'm really encouraged by the squad we have, and we're we're going to improve and continue to improve. So I'm happy.
0: And how much are you enjoying your time at Carrick? You know, I remember speaking to you when you were at Ards and you were going great guns, and then you moved on. That didn't quite work out, and now you've come here. And with all due respect, being in the Premiership this season is probably a year earlier than what you thought.
2: I would agree. I think that you know, from from my came here. It's been. You know, obviously we lost I think we lost our second game in the championship last season, five 0 at home to Dundella. So it was a scary moment. I was looking at the chair, I was wondering what was gonna happen, but uh, we we'll turned things around. We got we just played a young team, a young vibrant team and uh, we were able to get ourselves promoted last year, which was one unbelievable achievement. Probably even with the leagues that have won in that and that in the championship, that was my best achievement getting Carrick up. So but I have to say now, that from the moment I've came here and what's going on around the place now, the future's looking very good, you know, with, a, with an ambitious club, with an, an ambitious owner, with an ambitious chairman, so you can see the improvements around the ground, you can see the pitch, you know, people talk about the pitch being above, not, not anymore, it's one of the best pitches in the league, so I'm loving it at the minute here.
0: Good man, okay. Um, in, in terms of going forward, I mean, the, the league this season, arguably, is probably the most competitive it's ever been. Are you happy with your start? we've got points on
2: the board well yes listen if you'd have said you know we, we, we look at the sort of situation Pete is, uh, you know we mini league so we've got to we've got to be really competitive with the teams that are around we're going to be fighting the relegation battle with but we're, we're trying to look further than that you know I think we're I think we're decent and um, we've proved against Warren Point and Institute that we're certainly on a par with them so we'll see where we're at with Ongannon on Saturday but um, I have a lot of faith in the squad and again ultimately it's up to us, I think we have a good enough young, young squad here and uh, keep the confidence there keep a plan ourselves the way we're doing and, and I think we'll be okay.
0: I know you're disappointed with the Linfield result but, but what you got to see from them and they're obviously trying to pick up points because they're a few games behind can you see them going on
2: and winning this league? Well I think, I think you know, like we talked about in the, in the before the game last night You know, they're absolutely phenomenal at set pieces and uh, their delivery is sensational the aggression that they show in both boxes as well with their centre halves and Jimmy and, and, and Big Mark but they're, you know small margins you know if if, if, if we can deal with their situations we, we knew what was coming last night we knew how dangerous they were from set pieces but it's easier said than done You know, my, my boy, we have big boys we have 6 foot 2 6 foot 3 guys in, in our back 3 and it was a tough night for them it's just a, it's a delivery sometimes the delivery is just unstoppable
0: and how was their how was their demeanour when they came off the pitch got it?
2: I think it, we were all disappointed. We were talking about it, and ultimately we just came back to the first half where we should have been coming in one or two goals up. And um, it's a different game. But a free sneeze chance goes in at one each. But as horses, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Never cut a shit of water. You know. But uh, we uh, we were very decent last night, and that pleased me. And we kept going right to the end as well because whenever you go go them two two down and then the three, I can end up a messy night against the, the quality of Linfield.
1: So. I was pretty pleased with in right to the end. Now, you're working off a smallish squad here at Carrick, and you did try to bring players in um, during the, the transfer window. You were disappointed with the attitude of quite a few that you tried to, to recruit. I just think a club like ours offers young, young players a wonderful opportunity
2: to develop and, and play in the Irish League. We, we try to same two or three really good good lads at 18, 20 years of age who have been at so-called bigger clubs, have been in their 20s, have been in the squad, came off the bench for them this last year, year and a half, wanted to move on from that club because they weren't playing regularly. So we're turning around and giving them an opportunity to come and play in the Irish League week in, week out, and of which they would have been doing. And I'm seeing them sitting on the bench now and they're not kicking any football at 19, 20 years of age. And for me, they need to be playing at 20 years of age and they need to be developing. And they would have done that here. So for me, you know, sometimes players like the bigger track suit as I, as I would say and I'd like to be associated with the bigger the bigger clubs so but ultimately in 2 or 3 years time they'll be 23 24 years of age and they'll maybe have 10 starts under their belt at a, at the I was, I was ama- I'm was I amazed
3: by it yes. honestly,
2: amazed. I was 29 at Sheffield Wednesday
3: sitting on the bench in Premier League and it was driving me nuts not playing every Saturday was Absolutely. driving me insane so when the opportunity for me to go out alone and play at Ipswich came along I snapped my hands off honestly I just couldn't wait to play again and that I see that attitude in young players now it amazes me that they don't want to go out and play I think they want to sit there and, and you're quite right now, they'll look at 23-24 and have 10 games when they have an opportunity to go
1: out and actually go and play every week against really top class players too and do you agree with and that these younger players and some older players let's, yep. let's call it um, straight they just want to have the track seat of the bigger club on and, um, so they can show, say their mates look who I'm playing for even though they're not even playing yeah, it's stepping out. It's stepping outside
3: that comfort zone as well. I think you get comfortable in a situation. It all comes down to individual ambition. For me, I was ambitious to 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 stay playing the game. You know, twenty nine. I was in my prime. I wasn't. I wasn't playing. I literally wasn't playing. You know, I remember going. I think it was two months without actually having any minutes on the pitch, and that was, you know, as, as I say, driving me nuts. So. I think that attitude of wanting to go out and express yourself and be given a platform to play, which Carrick Rangers are now doing, it's a waste of an opportunity for
0: young players. Uh, Jim, obviously, since you were on the show this time last season, you've set up this full-time academy, which is happening just up the road from Carrick at uh, Ulster University. Tell us a wee bit about that, and and in terms of the the young guys coming through there, how that's helping them develop and and where they're going to go to.
3: Well, we've 17 players that have uh, started uh, the first year at Jordanstown. Uh, we are working in partnership with Jordanstown and UEFA. So UEFA came and had a look at what we were doing. They liked what we were doing with our young players and uh, the opportunity came along where we could go full residential and give these kids an opportunity to come in and train and be coached on a part of the same sort of uh, quality and contact time that that same boy would be afforded in England or Scotland. So we managed to convince them to come in and this was a step forward for us. I think it's a major step forward for youth development in Northern Ireland. At the end of the day, we're never ever going to be able to stop kids from migrating. You know, kids who are being selected to go to a Liverpool or Manchester United at 16 are still going to go. Uh, are they going to go fully aware, fully prepared of what life looks like? I would probably suggest not. So this is the first opportunity for them to live away from home uh, to give them an opportunity for themselves to have a look at exactly what it's all about.
0: So, so they train with you guys during the week but then how does that fit in with their, their clubs then at the weekend?
3: All registered for their clubs play for their clubs at the weekend and then back in uh, with the squads on a Sunday. So. Uh,
0: and do you find that with the, the situation that Niles had with some of your guys in terms of yes they all aspire to play for the biggest clubs but is it just about the tracks Like in terms of where, where
3: you see it or do these guys just you know, want to play? I think they want to play. As a kid, if you don't want to play, then there's something seriously wrong with you. You know, so um, no. The the clubs have been very cooperative. They've helped with the uh, with setting it up. There was a lot of uh, we we were under such time pressure with it because UEFA had come and and we we had a short window to get it over the line, which we managed to do. Uh, but the uh, no the 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 training and the games. Uh, with us and with the clubs uh, are in place now. So they play for the clubs at the weekend and then we get them back.
1: Do you think then, Jim, with this new academy that these talented youngsters from Northern Ireland, we're going to see more of them go across to England and Scotland and in turn then play for the Northern Ireland senior team?
3: Ultimately, that's the aim. Ultimately, we want to affect the tip of the pyramid. The greater selection Megal has then hopefully the greater opportunities we have to qualify for major tournaments. We all know what that felt like, and it was super to be a part of it. But, uh, yeah, hopefully... The, the kids have had greater exposure now anyway. They're, they're going at a rate of knots. It's those who stay. We want them to stay. We want them to have a career in the game. You know, I was one of the lucky ones who went and stayed and had a career in the game. You did all right, didn't you? Did all right, yeah. <laughs> but but, but if, if they don't, then then the obviously... Not the fallback, but the opportunity to play uh, football on on a full time basis or semi pro here is so important. You know, getting more young players into the game is what and and that regeneration of if there's more younger players in the game and Al he's putting young players in, then people are gonna be looking for them. The people are gonna be looking at them and we need one or two to bounce and once they do, you know, Sky last night was a great advert for the game.
0: Is the standard of football in our league now? Better than what it's ever been. Beagle?
1: I'm enjoying it much more than I used to, I have to tell you. Because um, I do think there's greater competition out there. I think there's better players too. I'm a little bit worried that um, if Linfield and Crusaders continue to get into Europe that they're just going to dominate and dominate for years. Because um, money talks and the best players will go where the money is. But at this moment in time, Pete, I think the standard's fantastic. I really do. I, I think it's improved out of sight and um, uh, a, a great example of that is Shane Lavery getting called into the Northern Ireland squad because um, uh, in the past normally Northern Ireland pl- um, if they're bringing players in from the Irish League it's for friendlies so um, for him to actually play against Germany it told you a lot not just about Sheehan Lavery and what Linfield are doing for him but the Irish League as a whole but Niall you've been around it for years what do you think? I think uh, the athleticism on the fitness levels
2: are hugely hugely uh, better now and, uh, and the professionalism and all that i sort of go back to the, the days when i was playing against gary hellox and dazzy gormans and and um big players. baxter they, you know joey calling yeah. and, and stevie clans them guys were top, top players yeah me Absolutely i agree top top drawer do you see them them kind of players now yes you do in certain instances but the players are a lot fitter now. I'd love to see Stevie Can Being able to actually run um, <laughs> Many he, goals What have you scored Oh now. my goodness But yes I think the general Professionalism The fitness levels Are through the roof now And as I said we, We're a club that can only Do two nights a week um, So we know every time We're going in there, Virtually every game I think most clubs now Three quarters of clubs In the league Are doing at least Three, four nights With four or five Full time clubs so we know every time we're going into the game, we, we, all we can do is really ask our boys, listen, we'll do a Tuesday, we'll do a Thursday for an hour and a half, an hour and a half, please go and do something on a Monday yourself. go and do something on a Wednesday. Um, and the real pleasing point for me, our fitness levels are really decent, you know, we're not running out of legs and the boys are, are sticking to the, what we're asking them to do, you know, so I think the fitness levels, I think of great quality in Irish League now, uh, there's no doubt about that, Um, but... I like my old days I like, I like McCann's yeah. of- and Frazier's and Top top players, there Stevie McBride Morton, Morton yeah, yeah.
1: Or, um, Well it's yeah. funny you say that because the, the, t- the right. two best Irish League players that I've seen in my lifetime would be Glenn Ferguson and Jim Cleary and they're from bygone days mm-hmm. but I do think um, as a whole the Irish League is yeah. better oh, you be know what about you Jim? I just like the emergence of younger players. I like the emergence now of uh, managers
3: giving them an, an opportunity to go and play. You only have to look at what Gary Hamilton has achieved, the Glen Edden bringing younger players through, Davey and I bringing Kofi Bombers and that through. Uh, I like that emergence. I like to see that regeneration. I like to see more, more younger players being given that opportunity and being brave enough to play them. That's been a major change.
0: Now, in terms of going forward for the season, we know you'll be in a battle to, to stay in the league. You know, you've got Institute there, you've got Warren Point there. Who else is your is your battle with? Who else do you think will be, at the, uh, you know?
2: I think I think there yeah, we'll have to look to Dunghan Swifts. You know, we have to be in our, in our opinion here. It was really Dunghan and Warren Point and Institute that we feel we can be on a level playing field with um, in regards to.
0: Have you been surprised with start the likes of Glenavon
2: start this season? No, yes, I have been, you know, but obviously there's been a lot of changes. Glenavon, when you lose Mark Sykes and players like that, there, huge, huge blows. You know, he's a he was a top top player for Glenavon, you know, and it's difficult to replace that type of player. I can tell you, but um, they've lost a couple guys, lost a couple of big players there, so I think he's in the process now of he's blooding the young youngsters as well. So um, but the Glenavon will be absolutely fine, you know. Glenavon on their has still got the same kind of qualities that'll really hurt anything.
0: Right, we're getting to the predictions very shortly Which I'm very excited about We're going to go 90 seconds with Biko, who have you got this week?
1: We have James Knowles One of my favourite players in the Irish League We're talking about boys who can play He can certainly play James, thanks for doing this No worries This is 90 seconds with Best player played with Phil Jones Toughest opponent Paul Pogba Favourite ground In this league, Windsor Worst ground Carrick. Best dancer at your club Bushy, worst dancer at your club Rem is best fashion sense at your club myself <laughs> worst fashion sense um, couldn't tell you best trainer Johnny Ellis worst trainer Bushy. best football moment playing for Blackburn's first team worst football moment Coming off at halftime in the League Cup final. Team you support? Liverpool. Football hero? Steven Gerrard. Favourite sports star outside football? (sighs) Don't know. Favourite TV show? Um, Friends. Favourite movie? Um, Training day. Favourite video game? FIFA. Favourite singer or group? Um, Drake. Favorite drink, Parias. Favorite holiday destination, <laughs> Cancun. Who would you most like to meet, Nolsey? Beckham.
0: This is the Bet McLean football show from Cool FM. Into this week's fixtures and the predictions, I'll be curious to see what you make of Warren Point against Institute. You're hoping for a <laughs> draw. <laughs>
2: Niall wants both of them to lose. <laughs> I will go. I will go with. Um, a draw. Because I'll go with a draw because to me I haven't played both teams. The you know, Warren Point I Institute had a man sent off against us at half time. Warren Point was the same. Mm-hmm. So eleven by eleven, I'm not a hundred percent sure about but what I do know is is that you know they're they're pretty well evenly matched, you know, they're probably an our we we group of circle of love that they call so <laughs> We'll, we'll go no love lost uh, yeah, yeah yeah I'm not sure <laughs> behind the door <laughs> we'll, uh, I, I would say a, I would say a draw if I had to swear either way I'd maybe go Institute
0: alright Warren Point will be disappointed they didn't get something out of the game of the Glens last weekend
1: they did they by all accounts played really well in the second half but Paddy McLean got a late winner for the Glens which was massive for them but I do think that at least was encouraging for Warren Point they didn't get hammered they've been getting hammered all the time to be fair to Carrick, Carrick did a number on Warren Point and Stuart Nixon's finishing. was phenomenally good on the day. Um, Institute, again, they can be encouraged. New manager Sean Connor in there. Um, they did okay, by all accounts, again at Cliftonville. So I think it's a, it's a massive um, match for both teams. I would argue it's probably the most important match of the weekend, um, given where both of them are. I'm going to go for Warren Point to nick it though, Pete. I just think with home advantage that um, they can just edge it. And it wouldn't surprise me if Lorcan Ford comes up the winner. Sometimes you just need that little bit of magic in games like that. And Ford has certainly got it. And um, I'm going to go for Warren Point to win 2 1. Massive match. Like whoever loses this, you know, it's going to be a long way back. Jim, One point three one 3 1 for me. Matthew Lynch to score. Is that because Matthew Lynch, uh, your dad, is his best mate? your best mates with his My dad? <laughs> He's your nephew. My nephew, yes. 1.31. One.
0: Gotcha. Excellent. Linfield against Glen Avon, which, um, well, I don't know. You can tell me what you think. On the performance that Linfield put in here, he would say they're favourites, but Glen are going to get a bite back at some point,
2: I'm sure. Glen Avon have done well at Windsor a few times, um, caused a way upset, but for me, 2 1 Linfield.
1: I was at Glen Avenue against Balamina and um, for all the problems that Gary Hamilton's team have had this season I thought they were very impressive. I thought in Reese Marshall they're a, a brilliant midfielder and Reese Marshall likes mm-hmm. to play right back but Gary Hamilton's moved him into midfield and boy is it working for them. He's a brilliant player. Now the big thing about Reese is where's he going to be next season because he's been offered a new contract by Glenavon, but I know the likes of Linfield, Crusaders and Larne are all keen on him, so it'll be fascinating. But I'll tell you this, Reese Marshall will give a hundred percent wherever he is. He's a quality player. And also I have to mention Aaron Harmon as well, who's been moved into right back. And he was sensational against Balamina in the three one win. Um I think Glenavon have got a shot at doing something against um Linfield. Niall's 100% right. They love going up to Windsor Park. I just think, though, the quality might see th- Linfield through, um, and the set pieces are going to be crucial. They really are. I'm going to go Linfield to win it 2 1. Wouldn't be surprised if um, Kirk Miller um, is swinging a few balls in that caused problems. And Joel Cooper, what a footballer he is. You know, I love watching Joel Cooper. He could have a big say in that match as well, Pete.
0: Got a prediction for us, Jim?
1: 2 0, Linfield.
3: Can you see past Linfield
0: win the league?
1: Uh, Oh, I think it's going to go right
3: to the wire. I think it's going to go. If you finish above them, uh, if Crusaders finish above them, they'll win the league. (laughs) No, I think it's going to go right to the wire.
0: All right, okay. You know what? We've seen developments at at the Oval and what's happening with the Glens. Uh, A massive test this weekend of Seaview against Crusaders.
1: It is, and it's a a big one for Crusaders as well because they got, let's be honest about it, hammered at at Coleraine 4-2. I don't think... um, uh, Probably the only people expecting that was maybe Oren Kearney and his players. I thought that was a really disappointing result for Crusaders.
0: What does that say say about about Oren's capabilities? I mean, he's come back in there, the team had changed since he had left, and he's really making them spark.
1: Well, he's a fantastic manager. It also tells you that the players want to play for him. Um, you could argue, did they want to play for Rodney McCacquarie, and then you'd have to ask them serious questions if they didn't, And um, no doubt I will at some point. <laughs> yeah, <you> just have. <laughs> but you see when, see when Cole Rayner are on it? Like I didn't think that. Anyone bar Linfield and Crusaders would be title challengers. I've got to now maybe change my mind and think Coleraine could be title challengers. Listen, the last time that Owen was there, he almost won the title. He won the Irish Cup. The guy's a fantastic manager. They've got brilliant players, Coleraine. And we'll get on to their prediction in a moment. But in terms of Crusaders, Crusaders are going to have to defend a whole lot better than they did against Coleraine. They were appalling defensively. Which was one of their strongest points and it has been. It was a really yeah. surprise, Jim, wasn't yeah. it? Um, uh, and Glentoran, they've got something about them this season you know, they're scoring late goals which is a sign of a hungry team and a team full of character and they've been missing that over the past decade I would suggest so I think it's a, it's a tricky match for Crusaders, they've got to bounce back because they know Linfield are starting to fly um, uh, I think Lantour might get something out of it though, I just think there's a bit of confidence building at the Oval and um, uh, I'm going to go 2-2 there Pete Tim? I'm going exactly 2-2
3: I am, I'm good I just think I think exactly the same thing uh, Glen Torn are showing a uh, huge character uh, in games uh, it's a big transitional year for them I think Mick's come in and done a great job uh, you just get the feeling that things are starting to change momentum is starting to turn for them uh, after let's be honest a few very quiet years I think Crusaders questions will be asked they'll bounce back they've got really good experienced players but I think Glen Torn may get something from the game
0: Now you talk about fitness levels in the league and whatever. Having watched the Glens last season and watched them this season, I mean, in terms of their desire and their fight, their hunger, and most importantly, their fitness, it's night and day.
2: Absolutely. And it makes a big difference, you know. uh, There's no doubt about that. But, you know, again, Mick's Mick's come in there and he's brought a lot of, well, what you would call, full-time footballers to the club. And from what I can gather, there's a real good field factor around the place again. They're getting their numbers back in the the stands again. And um, they're certainly doing okay on the pitch, you know, so... I, I'd probably agree with the boys I, th- I think that's a really really tight game i go for a draw All
0: right. uh, To Gannon um, of course against you boys the weekend I'm not going to ask you for Absolute a prediction gone, but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 but in, ter- in terms of facing those guys what are you expecting from them?
2: Good football team get it down and play and yeah. um, if they're allowed to that's the way I look at it so uh, we'll, uh, we'll go there listen I just think it's a to, to us anyway it should be a 50-50 game I think we can go down there and get something from the game. Chris Lindsay's done a brilliant job down there, fantastic job. They're pretty much like us. They're young and they're vibrant, and uh, but they've got players who can hurt you and Reynolds and you know they've got good midfield and big and big uh, big and stuff like that. So I think, but I think they're also they're like any team that can be got at, you know. And if we're on it and we can get at them, and we've got we've got threats as well. So I think I think it'll be a really tight game.
0: Listen closely. This could be your team talk for Saturday. Bingo.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to ask, now actually, would you take eleventh now with a playoff? Would you take that right now? You know, if if the season was to finish tomorrow and you were sitting eleventh, would you be happy with that? Given the start that you've made, because it has been a decent start.
2: I want better than that, Stephen, to be honest with you. I'll tell you, to tell you the truth. You know what? I, I wouldn't take a No way. Yeah, we want... We want... <laughs> we, want of, we want out of that. We don't want to... I don't want to be sitting... No more playoffs. I've had enough playoffs. So, it's a very strenuous and, and stressful situation in playoffs. So, we don't want any championship club coming up to us with their tails up and us in a, in a situation like that. I think it's hard for the premiership team in playoff games because been a long hard season mm-hmm. and the team is sitting normally in second place in the championship but have been winning a lot of football. So your two confidence levels are different. Obviously playing in the Premier League your levels should be better and you should be a lot you know to me anyway. But ultimately it doesn't work out like that all the time. So we want to really stay away from the playoff
1: situation. I think I think we can if you say tenth, yeah. We'll go for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In terms of this result, I think it's got a draw written all over it. I really do. Um, I think Dungannon showed a real stubbornness to get a point at Larne and that shows you that they can play a number of ways and that will really please the management down there. But I also know that Carrick can play and they can mix it. They can certainly put the foot in um, when Niall gives a shout out. um, But they can also play a bit. I've I've watched them obviously against Warren Point and I was really impressed by some of the football they played in horrific conditions against Linfield. So I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw and I have a funny feeling both managers will sell for that and I've got a
0: funny feeling Jim's not going to sit in defence
3: a home win I just think I think that it's, sorry chairman <laughs> I just think home advantage in these games are massive are, are crucial and I think that they enjoy playing at home and as uh, Nala said I think they got off to such a great start and Chris has done a great job I think they had a, a couple you know lean weeks and I, I just think Going on Big from point last week, Lauren. yeah, massive, massive point. and that's a confidence thing Absolutely. for them. And had you been at home, I'd have fancied you. I think oh, do, don't, don't we all back in now. <laughs> <laughs> there's your, there's what your was team Vattie's talk is massive in them. Let's <laughs> prove Chilton wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, Ballamena
0: are playing Cliftonville this weekend, and um, I mean it's been it's been a bit of a
1: mixed bag for both teams really this season. Cliftonville will be happier though, Pete, with their start. than Ballamena have much Ballamena against um, uh, Glenavon. They're definitely missing. Adam Leckie they're missing James Knowles they're missing key players Cather Freel although he scored a brilliant goal didn't look fully fit and David Jeffrey confirmed that Freel did well to start actually so I think this is a, a bigger match I would suggest for Balamina than Cliftonville um, David Jeffrey, after last season will want Balamina up there they're not up there at this moment in time Jeffrey's a winner and um, he will demand a response from the defeat against Glenavon Cliftonville as we all know um High quality and attack So they're Going to score goals But I just think It's a big match For balamina This one They don't want to be Cut adrift And that's the danger If they lose this So I'm going to go balamina to, to win this one Pete 2-1 Tim? Reverse Climble I think Their tails are up And they're, they're flying I think Climble Are going to win the game I'm going
2: balamina I just think That um, Big David Will definitely wanting a real severe reaction from the, from the defeat last week so, and there's no better man to get a reaction from a player so uh, I just think Balamina well, I mean, maybe just sneak it
0: 2-1 A final game of the weekend Coleraine against Larne we've spoken already about Coleraine's performance last weekend they've also gone to Winter Park and have won um,
1: Larne Maybe not what everyone was imagining them to be. Would that be fair comment? It would. I think most people would have thought Larne would have been up there. Larne still haven't beaten a top six team, so this is a chance for them to do it. Will they? I'm not so sure. If you remember last season, Pete, Coleraine bullied them in the Irish Cup after Larne made a fantastic start. And in Owen Bradley, they have got a guy who can bully any defence, and he will fancy this. He scored a free kick like David Beckham the other week there he told me to say that <laughs> so um, he'll be up for it but as will the whole Coleraine Is he team paying you a fiver for that, I think? Mm-hmm. well I don't know Owen doesn't give out money easy I'll tell you that I will say this I, I, I questioned Coleraine players earlier in the show and I think I was right to do that because their performance levels were so low last season but they're a, a strong team with great character Coleraine when they're on it very very hard to beat Owen Kearney clearly gets the best out of them and I was so pleased to see Aaron Trainer back he's had a nightmare with injuries he's one of the best fullbacks in the Irish league for me and he, he's gonna make a big difference to them defensively so I think there's a lot of good things happening at Coleraine right now and in Ben Doherty and um, they've got one of the players of the season and I have to mention Jamie Glacken as well apparently he was sensational against Crusaders and um, he's got a new hairdo so um, all's going well for Glacken. <laughs> Um and I'm gonna go for Coleraine to win 3-1 and um, I think they could be title challengers after all. Jim, I would agree with that. I think Coleraine are the dark horses this year as
3: well. I think they've got good players, very good manager, play with a lot of confidence now. I like Lauren, I've seen Lauren a couple of times this year and I do think that they have again good players. I think uh, going forward I think they're, they, they'll cause problems, they've got uh, good technical players uh, in the centre of the park, uh, but I just feel that Coleraine are too strong at this moment in time, and I think Coleraine will win the game. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, how long will Coleraine be dark horses? Two seasons ago, we sat with Oren Kearney, he called it lazy journalism when we asked him in September if uh,
1: he could win the league. Oh, listen, um, if they continue to go along the way they're going right now, they're definitely title challengers. They've beaten Linfield, scoring four goals. They've beaten Crusaders, scoring four goals that's high quality stuff you know at the end of the day everyone and myself included thinks it's going to be between Linfield and Crusaders, but Corain have slightly gone onto the radar here and um, that'll have suited them that'll have suited Oren Kearney he'll have enjoyed that and he'll be enjoying this season his players are doing the business for him
0: final prediction of the week Niall Corian, Lar.
2: Orrin Kearney is a top 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 manager it's as simple as that in my opinion and a gentleman as well always picks up the phone and rings you back and and anytime you contact him, really good man to deal with. So I have a hell of a lot of respect for Oren Kearney. And I just think he's top door. And I, uh, listen, Lawrence Lawrence a very, very good side. But for me, I, I would agree with the boys. I just think Coleraine are right up there with Linfield and Crusaders. Right up there. So for me, Coleraine win 2-1. I have
1: one question each for you. Poor down. What happened there Niall Because from the outside it looked like a match made in heaven, but it all went wrong. I just think timing's
2: everything. And the timing, you know, in hindsight, and hindsight a wonderful thing, but uh, the timing wasn't right. I made, a, I made a mistake in regards to the timing because the draw of your hometown club, the size of the club, thinking that you can resurrect situations. And, and, I, and I think in hindsight now, you know, uh, it was it a was wrong decision. Uh, I was in a real good place at Arge. I was really happy at Arge. I was doing really, doing really okay at Arge in the Premier League. And I just think my, my heart ruled my head, you know, I've no regrets about going to Port now in and managing my hometown club, but um, I just think the timing, the timing wasn't right now, when I look at it now, and it was a mistake, but um, still love the club, it's still my hometown club, but um, in hindsight, uh, if I could do things differently, I would have, you know, maybe down the lane, Molly's doing a good job there now, but maybe it wasn't the right timing to go there, and there was a, a lot of stuff that needed sorting, sorting out and um, maybe if have had a wee bit more time to concentrate on football instead of all things it would have been it would have been better but as i say they're going great now and hopefully
1: Molly can get them in the premier league to be fair you're doing well at carrick and one for you jim um, will you go back into management i know you're enjoying the academy work and by all accounts you're doing great work there but have you any desire to go back to a dugout anytime soon
3: yeah, I think it, uh, there are days. Saturdays, obviously, when the uh, the juices are flowing on a Saturday, three o'clock, it all comes back to haunt you something. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well, no, it's uh, no the juices definitely flow on a Saturday. I lo- I, listen, I love working with players. I've always loved working with players. I always enjoyed training, uh, and I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed managing a lot. It was time for me to come step out of it uh, for a lot of personal reasons, but. Uh, yeah, I think there are when certain situations come up, I, I look at it and I go, yeah, I fancy that. But there are so many top class people out there who are looking for the same jobs and it's getting more and more difficult. But I think if an opportunity came up and someone approached me and said, would you be interested? I certainly would sit down with them and have a chat. But as you quite rightly said, I'm enjoying the work here. I'm loving what I'm doing here. I'm working with fantastic people. So at the moment, I'm okay. And who will win the Irish League? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go with Cole
1: <laughs>
3: I'm going to go with Cole Just like that. Yeah, Just like that. Jim, great to see you. Big, always a pleasure. Niall, you
0: seem to be really enjoying yourself Enjoying yourself in terms of your role. Long may that continue. Good luck Thank for the you. rest of the season. Good to see you. Thank, Thank you very much uh, for watching this week. We're back with some more next week. Enjoy your weekend's football.